Welcome to Just the Two of Us, our bumpy journey called life. We are two friends that have been sharing our spiritual journey for the last 11 years. We've had wonderful moments and miracles on our journeys and also many bumps along the way. We love talking about all things related to spirituality, recovery, the heart, soul, and ego, and we enjoy sharing that with all of you as well. Today's topic is forgiveness is the path to love. So is that what you believe? You think forgiveness is the is the way there? Hi, Jess. Absolutely. Without forgiveness, there's there's not love because it's conditional love, right? If you behave this way, then I can forgive you. No, the real test is when somebody um the person that triggers us the most, the person that pushes our buttons the most are our greatest teachers. And when we can, and I, I've thought of a couple examples as I'm saying this, when we can forgive them, then the rest is easy. Well, one is we have to learn how to forgive ourselves. That's hugely important because if we are, have judgment about ourselves, it's going to bleed into um other people's situations too. And we'll feel judgment about things that are really directly related to us. But um, for whatever reason, I, when I think about when um, Jody died and there were two doctors that were involved um, with prescribing medication to her. And, um, you know, I had to, I had to forgive them so that they would not, control my life moving forward and so in both cases I did what I needed to do I needed to face I needed to look them in the eyes I needed to let them know what they had done and what their part was can't put it all on them but what their part was I called them out but at the same time I had already told myself that you know if I start blaming this one then I'm going to have to blame this one then I'm going to have to blame you know, her friends that didn't speak up before they did, or I can blame the boyfriend that abused her, or I can, I can blame myself for being the enabler. Like it never stops when you start pointing the finger. So I had to resolve things within myself with these people, but I did. It, it, it has zero effect over me today. And one of the places I ride by, um, I've ridden, I've, I've rode by it quite frequently and it used to be, I couldn't ride that way. Um, but no, it has no hold on me. So I feel forgiveness. It doesn't mean I've forgotten, but, um, they don't have any power over me today, which is a beautiful thing. I would not want to give them my power. So I don't know. What about you, Tess? Well, yeah, I'm just sitting here thinking lately because um, it just thinking how it really does come back to me. I know that. And I was just thinking of some like I've I, too, have just driven by some some places last weekend just of like of the past that have brought up. Well, at one time would have brought up like really bad feelings. Um just seeing the places that I've really forgiven myself and my, my pap, you know, when he passed, I, I didn't realize that I had forgiven myself until he 
he passed and I realized, wow, like there's no guilt story playing there anymore. Like I've really, I have really resolved all that stuff um, that I used to play guilt stories about. And I know if it weren't resolved when he passed, I would have still been playing those stories and it would have made it probably feel awful. Um, and so I know that, um, that that stuff obviously got resolved and therefore, um, you know, towards the end of our relationship, we got to have those moments with each other, those more, more of those love moments and connection and without all that other stuff in there. And, um, that's definitely one example. Um, pets, pets is another example, you know, um, there was a long period where, um, I didn't think I was deserving because of my carelessness and, and, and negligence in the past with pets. I had a history of that. And, um, my last bunny, Jack, he, he's the one that opened me up to a new experience with that. And, and, and it opened my love back up of pets. Like he, he helped me to, um, forgive myself there and learn that I'm not that person today. And, and especially these new little bunnies, like I just, I am a little bonkers when it comes to them. Um, but that is the way that I think I used to be with my pets. Like I just, I, I had fun with them and I love them. And um, so it just, I see that, that forgiveness has obviously taken place there too. Um, and therefore, yeah, it, it opens up. It's you're, you're right. Like forgiveness opens up the gates of love. It just does in a more pure way where guilt is not, getting in there all the time like it used to and in some pretty you know big relationships in my life I've I've had to do a lot of forgiveness work um with certain people um in my life and resolve I've had to resolve uh, not that there's not more to be resolved but I've resolved a lot of childhood stuff especially um I mean more keeps showing up I see lately <laughs> some rage is showing up, but I, I feel pretty hopeful that that will transform into forgiveness. And that, and, and even this morning, I already feel, um, I was listening to this woman's, uh, book. Um, and, um, it's called the choice. What's her name? It's Edith. I can't think of her last name right now. Yeah. She, she's a Holocaust survivor, but her story touched me and in a lot of places yesterday. Um, and she's done, gone on to do remarkable things, but she's all about, um, just healing and doing your grief work and forgiveness. And, um, there's just places in me that are softening and, um, forgiveness is definitely a part of that. Just having empathy and understanding that we all, we all, came from where we came from. Like we didn't have a choice where we came from. Um, and just that, uh, people act out their, their, their hurt and their pain and in, in different ways. Not that I agree with it. Not that I want to be a part of it. Um, and today I have to have boundaries. 
that is the way that I protect myself. See, at one time, I just shut down and just avoided people because I didn't know how to have boundaries. So I would just avoid you and and do whatever I did. But today, um, I do have healthier boundaries than ever. And so I think forgiveness can go with boundaries and, and love, like it all goes together, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I would say so. You know, you sharing made me think of something. How things are so connected. So I think about my brother-in-law. He's long passed away many years. He's been gone. But he lived with us off and on for years. And he was somebody I adored. I loved him. My husband's brother, I loved him from the first time I met him. He was um, he was the town hero. He was, the, you know, back in the little town in Georgia. He was the captain of the football team. So, um, you know, he was very much admired. He went to Vietnam. He got a purple heart. He pulled people out of the jungle and saved lives. Like he did some remarkable things, but he also was an alcoholic. And um, and he had some obviously some um, unhealed stuff. And so he came to live with us off and on for a few years. He would dry out. He, um, he would come to our house and, you know, my husband would give him a job with him and, um, yeah, help him get back on his feet. And so, but I never, you know, I never worried about him around my kids or myself. I just felt very safe with him. And it, it was puzzling to me for a while why, why I would feel that way. But now I understand it. So the rest of the story is that, you know, as a child, I knew, my body knew that I had been touched inappropriately, but I didn't know who by. I mean, I had different thoughts. It could be this person, that person, but I never knew the answer. So anyway, fast forward to my to my brother-in-law. Um, turns out that he was a pedophile. Now, you know, I mean, that's all I'm going to say about that. It's just, he turned out to be very sick in ways that I had no idea but you see my blind spot was that the person that molested me was my family member somebody I trusted more than anything in the world I trusted this person had violated me so because I didn't know that at that time I had this blind spot and I had this blind spot with my brother-in-law because I hadn't seen my own story yet um, it wasn't until afterwards that um, later down the road that I found my truth about what had happened to me and the understanding that, of course, you know, I would attract, I would attract what I know, what's familiar, and I would call it love. But here's the, here's the part that was cool for me is not, not that he was a pedophile, but the fact, one, I forgave him. I forgave him because I did love him. He wasn't allowed in my house ever again, but I forgave him and I told him I forgave him. Um, and he got cancer and we would go up to the VA and see him and stuff. So, um, you know, I didn't completely throw him out of my life, but I never trusted him in my home again. Um, he, he hurt me in ways, you know, that were shocking. But anyway, but I forgave him and how I know I forgave him is in my job down the road in my job um we worked a lot in i used to run a, a manager treatment 
program, an outpatient treatment program. And so we worked with federal probation, felony probation, and misdemeanor probation. And so the felons would come in, the pedophiles had to report in once a month. And so my office was their spot that they came in, they got drug tested, met with their probation officer. Like they let, I let them use our office. And so I got to see and meet all the people in that area that were charged with um, being a pedophile. And, you know, I, um, I didn't feel judgment. I didn't feel judgment. And had I have not done that work, I w there would have been all kinds of judgment. I am positive of it because, but here's the beauty is in forgiving myself because I didn't know, I did not know. And forgiving my brother-in-law for what he did Therefore, then the next part was, you know, I feel like God brought these people into my life um, that visited my office once a month for many years. And um, I lost the judgment. I didn't have judgment about them. I just knew that they were very sick people. And uh, so it's just interesting how everything is, is so connected. So in forgiving others, and forgiving ourselves, it changes our experience with everybody. But any place we hold judgment against someone or against ourselves, it will bleed into other situations. It will, we will, that judgment will, you know, we'll tag it onto somebody else. So forgiveness is the only answer there is. If you want the path to love, true love, it's not about the fairy tale, woohoo, Hallmark card love. That's, that's nonsense. <laughs> Sorry, but a lot of it is. I mean, there's some there's some good stuff about it, but it's not all like that, you know. Facebook is another place where everybody tries to look like the Hallmark family. Um, I don't buy that. You know, we all got our stuff. Face it, we all got our stuff. But um, the more that we can forgive, the more that we can um, we can be in situations that at one time would have felt intolerable and maybe we wouldn't have even known why we were so triggered but those things don't trigger me anymore um and at one time it would have triggered me definitely i would have had lots of judgment but not knowing why not knowing that it actually did happen to me uh, more than once it happened to me personally and then it happened in my home so um yeah very messy but you know you start pointing the fingers and I have to point my finger at myself for being so naive, for being so trusting. Um, yeah, yeah. This it just changes everything, and and then I feel like when we forgive, it's almost like then people show up in our life to show us that wow, we really have healed this wound. We really have healed this wound, and I remember even too with the doctor. Was it the doctor? No, it was. My daughter's boyfriend before she died, the guy that she was engaged to, her fiance. Um, I know that he was part of giving her drugs. I know that. Um, I know he was an addict. And, um, you know, but I could never blame it on him. I couldn't blame her death on him. Um, no, any more than I could blame my daughter's death on the doctor specifically, like, it was a whole lot of things. It was a whole lot of things that brought us to that place. It wasn't just one person or one one thing. But where was I going with that? Um, 
it brought up something huh people show up in your life to show you that it's healed yes so okay so after my daughter died um maybe a few months after that i got a message from a woman who sister also her sister had died and she was with that guy the same boyfriend she had died of a drug overdose now mind you before my daughter there was also the mother of his child he had a little boy who he had custody of but the mother had committed suicide in their garage so a lot of trauma but this had been the third death with him with these women that were with him. Now, my mind could have done really something with that, but I knew like some part of me, and this is where the bigger picture where my gut kicked in real hard. And I knew, so she wanted me to file charges against him because she felt that he had murdered her sister. Um, I don't think this man, I know this man did murder my daughter. I know that for a fact. And how I know that is, is because the doctor wrote a prescription that killed my daughter. It was the doctor that wrote it, but the boyfriend didn't know about it. He didn't know about the prescription. He thought she was going in there to get Suboxone, which is something to take you off drugs. So she had been weaning herself and the doctor had refused to give it to her, said she wasn't ready and gave her another prescription for whatever it was. I don't know, the sleeping stuff. I don't know what it was, but but he didn't know about it. And the reason that I know that is because he controlled the drugs. But when I brought her stuff home, I found those pills. I found the pills. There was no way he would have ever let those pills come to my house. He didn't know she was taking them. So I know that he didn't. He didn't. He wasn't directly involved. Indirectly, perhaps, but not directly. So, you know, it kind of... I couldn't align with that woman. I had empathy for her. I, I knew that pain, the pain she was in, pain that, you know, had been caused to me too. But at the same time, I couldn't go to that place of blame. And I know people around me couldn't understand it because they were so mad at him. Um, and they thought, you know, I should do more. But in my gut, I knew that I couldn't point the fingers. Otherwise, I was going to suffer even more because when you start playing the what if story or, or start blaming, like there's no end to it. There's no end to it. And I would have never had peace. And, you know, I found peace and I still have that peace today around my daughter's death. I have peace. I, you know, and I'm not naive anymore. I know the facts, some of the facts, um, but I don't hold any judgment against anybody. So I've had some hard teachers, my brother-in-law, these doctors are supposed to be medical, supposed to be safe doctors. They weren't. Um, they were pain management doctors hmm. with an ulterior motive. Um, but, you know, who am I going to blame? Am I going to blame myself for enabling her all those years? Well, I didn't know. I wasn't in recovery all of those years. A lot of them I were, but not all of them. And when you're scared, of course, you're going to, you know. You're going to do things. Uh, I did things. Uh, every measure I could think of to try to save her, I, I did it a hundred times and more. So, um, yeah, I I can't look back at any of those stories in my life, any stories. 
and point my finger at anybody in my life today. I can honestly say that there's nobody. I was abused as a child. <clears throat> Do I know that my parents were accountable for that? Well, to me, yes, they Yes, they created a lot of issues that I've had to deal with my whole life. But do I have any hard feelings? Do I have any blame? Is there anything that would tie me to them in the past? No, nothing, nothing. And even though I don't speak to my sister because she will cause me more hurt, I'm, I do it to protect myself. It's not a punishment to her. I love my sister. I don't have any bad feelings towards her. I just don't really want to be around her because... I know she'll she'll take a whack at me again, like she's done her whole life. So out of protection and love for myself, I stepped out of the relationship, but I love her. I don't have any bad feelings towards her. So that's where we want to be is we want to be in love. And, you know, and my partner's daughters have challenged me in many ways. And there's times when I get into the story about them, them, them. And then I have to rein myself back like, no, Deb. You know what? They're just a product of their environment too. You know, they they have no recovery, and they're they grew up with alcoholism. I mean, they don't know. And their mother was the biggest enabler. So, who who are you gonna blame? Right at the end of the day, who are you gonna blame? I know that was long, but it all I guess it needed to come out. And honestly, I don't even have a single feeling about it either. As I'm saying all of it, and there's nothing that I feel anything about. So. That part of my life, I really do believe the chapter is closed. Yeah, it's crazy, though. You don't realize it till you realize it. Like yeah. some, like you said, like something will show up. And, and that happens for me, too, where I'm like, wow, like now I definitely still I still have my triggers and all that. But there's other things that have been resolved. And I'm like, wow, like, wow, it must really be resolved. And and yeah, Pap was Pap was a big that was a big aha moment for me. Like, wow. Like for the first time in my life, like it's just, it's finished. It's resolved. Like he's gone and, and there's no stories playing about what I, what I should have, could have, would have done. And I have always played those stories. I have always played those stories. And so, yeah, it's pretty cool. It's just, it's pretty cool. Yes. Forgiveness is the path to love, right? Yeah. Yep. And I was able to just be, I guess, selfless with him at the end and, and want him to have freedom more than I wanted to hold on to him. Yes. And with Jack too, you know, I had to, I had to do the right thing there. Like, so I, I think guilt can make us make, you know, not good decisions sometimes make us hold on longer than we should. And fear, guilt and fear are the culprits for sure. I I think your rabbit Jack prepared you for your pap. Like he was, I know you loved him. Um, not the same way as your pap necessarily, but you loved your rabbit, but you let go because it was the right thing to do. So then when it happened again with your pap, you knew that because you had already had that experience, you knew it was the right thing to do. And I feel the same way with my partner. I mean, I love him and I wouldn't want to lose him, but I'm going to lose him. I know that. And, um, I don't want him to suffer. I don't want to keep him here longer um, just for my own selfish reasons. Like I know I'm going to walk through a lot of fear afterwards. I'm going to have to, but I want the best for him. And when it's time to let go, whatever that means, I will let go because it's the right. You have to be unselfish. 
and I see people and I'm not judging this. I'm just saying that I've seen people when their families are on life support, but they keep them on it because they can't let go. I don't judge it. But at the same time, I, I'm not that person. And I actually had to take my ex-husband off life support. Well, he was still, we were still married at the time, but when he had a brain aneurysm, I, um, I had to make the decision to take him off life support. But that was the right thing to do because he was gone. He was literally really gone. Um, yeah, so it's interesting to explore all this stuff. I love talking about it. I love really just seeing what's left to work on, what's been worked on, what's changed. And so much has changed and so much will continue to change because both of us are just very open to change, even if it's uncomfortable. doesn't matter how uncomfortable it is. I trust that I'm going to meet whatever shows up. And yeah. you will too. And you have. Yep. Lots changed. A lot has changed. Yeah. And, you know, I I was thinking this morning about my body because it's, oh, my knees are hurting today. Well, they always hurt, but some days they hurt worse than other days. And, um, you know, I heard my mind go, oh, the pain's getting worse. The pain's getting worse. And it's like, no, that's not the truth. It, it, perhaps it is. Perhaps it isn't. I don't need to investigate that one. But what the truth is that I'm healing from the inside out. I thought I was going to heal the outside. No, I'm healing the inside out and you are too. You're still in your job that you, you don't like, you know, but there's still value in it. And there's still value in the pain in my body. And even though we, our mind may want to argue about that, when there's no more value, when there's nothing left, then it will just let go. You'll be in that next job and, you know, my whatever's next for me that needs to be healed. I trust it will be healed, whether it's emotional, whatever it is, or physical. But I know that um, I know that I'm on the path to healing, and I will always be on this path for the rest of my life. Yeah, yeah. That I, huh? That I know for sure. I will always be on this path because um, it's just a deep part of me. Yeah, me too. And just going back to the job, it is still pushing stuff out of me. And yesterday, as, a, as, as, as an example, like it's still pushing stuff out of me that's in there. It's right. Lately, it's just been pushing old, old rage, I feel like is what is what is being pushed out of me because it pushes me. It pushes me so hard, but it pushes truth out of me. It pushes it's it's just pushed a lot of stuff out and it still is. And so I, I believe you that when it's done doing that, that it'll be over. And right, years and years of stuffing anger down and you keep piling up, piling up, it's going to become rage. You know, my father was a rager. Most of the time he was smiling, but he could be a rager, but he never dealt with anything. He never dealt with his guilt. He never dealt with his feelings. Like, and that's what happens. And then, something triggers him and then he takes it out on us kids, right? Or he takes it out on something, mostly us kids, really. I think about it, not my mom. Um, yeah, so mm, very interesting. Yes, you're, you're that rage, let it come, Just Scream it, yell it, cuss it, whatever you gotta do. That has always been in there. And now guess what? You're letting it go. So keep yeah, feeling- 
and what followed this morning, grief. <laughs> so I go from rage to grief. Like, yeah. All good. All good stuff. Yeah. But it all, it, it's all going to lead to more forgiveness, more softening, more love. More love. That's where, it, that's the end result, love. And that is the journey, is finding our way home. And home is love slash God slash truth slash intuition slash higher self or whatever else you want to call it. It's all the same to me. Yeah, me too. It, it all feels the same to me too. And, you know, it's why I cannot subscribe. I've never, and I'm not knocking anybody that subscribes to this because, you know, there's many paths to God. And I'm certainly not one to think I know the way. And other people don't. That is not true. Everybody has their own way. And I believe God meets us where we're at. He knows what we need to bring us closer to him. But I, um, you know, I've just not believed in, um, I believe in a loving God. I've never believed in a punishing God. Um, I've punished myself. I know that, you know, I've heard things about a punishing God, but it's never sat in my gut that that was true for me, that there's a, that I was going to hell. I never, I don't think I ever thought that I was going to hell. I, you know, I didn't know how to get rid of guilt at one time, but I never thought that I was going to burn in hell for that. So um, the God that of my understanding is a very loving, forgiving God, which is what we're practicing being loving and forgiving, right? So in his image, well, to me in his image is, practicing the ways that I, I see things with God or I've experienced things with God. I've never felt judgment. I've felt his grace again and again and again. He's given me grace. That's what I felt. Yeah. yeah. My belief has changed drastically there because I did grow up with believing in a punishing God and it's my belief is completely, I don't, I, I don't even believe that anymore. So yeah. it's drastically changed. Yes. Because mm -hmm. of all the experiences that I've that I've gone through. Even even the really hard ones, the outcome always shows me that yeah. yeah. It's always always to help me learn and grow. Always. 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 We need to trust all our experiences. There's value in everything. And sometimes the deeper the challenge, the more the reward, you know? Yeah. Uh, what are your words for the day? Okay. Peace of God. <laughs> um, letting go. Letting go of whatever I need to let go of today. And um, love and forgiveness. Well, no, forgiven. I don't have anybody to forgive. I've forgiven myself. I've forgiven everybody. So forgiveness no just love just love yeah yeah mine are love freedom i'll throw forgiveness in there today and trust beautiful any last thoughts no i think we we went i know i went into my story a bit deep <laughs> <laughs> i feel like pretty deep and it's okay. I they don't have 
the only value that these experiences have today is if it will help somebody else and they can identify with my story. Um, that's the only reason I would share my story today. Otherwise, I don't really talk about the past because it doesn't have any value other than, you know, it brought me here and how can I be of service moving forward? Exactly. It is valuable because the, just our, I know, yeah, that that book that I was listening to yesterday, it's like, okay, like if they can forgive people for these horrific things, so can I. And like, so people hearing your story, yeah, our, our story, like if, if we can do it, if they can do it, we can do it. Like yes. it's possible to forgive for unspeakable things. It's, and it's the only way to free ourselves anyway. The most horrendous things that people, and you know, she's a good example. And there's some other ones. Um, the guy that wrote the dark, he wrote the dark night of the soul. No night. He wrote Ellie. What's well, I think it is wrote. Um, he also went through the Holocaust, lost all his family but you know he's come out of it with forgiveness and grace and paying it forward and you know we can turn our pain into purpose but being attached to our pain story being a victim um you know wallowing in it using that as our identity our calling card well look what i've been through and then the next person well yeah but look what i've been through like that kind of stuff it's just a waste it's just a waste of nothing it's just gonna go nowhere good right so what we want to do is we want to take the pain and we want to turn and we want to use it to, to for something purposeful for someone else that's how we that's how we serve god is we take our pain and we you know what we learn from it help somebody else right yeah. or just you know going through a lot has given me a lot of empathy and that's a gift. That's a gift. Because to get empathy, we have to have things that, you know, we have to have situations that will um, soften us, work on our heart. So, yeah, it's all good, Chess. It's all good. Love yeah. is the answer. Love is the answer. All right. What do we well, Huh? Our favorite little saying is love wins. In the end, love wins. Fear does not get to win. Love wins. Yeah, love definitely wins. Yeah. Oh, well, we'll end on that note. So thanks for being here today. And thanks for sharing all your wisdom with us. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Just the Two of Us, Our Bumpy Journey Called Life. Our hope is that you found what we shared helpful and that you take some of it with you as you go through your day. Until next time.